When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Drifter Sympathy on Feral Audio. Go to feralaudio.com and click Shop Amazon to shop through their Amazon portal. Proceeds support this and other Feral Audio podcasts. Today we're going to go through the burnout American left-behind pioneers that have made bizarre records nobody wants to listen to for reasons I can't figure out. So pour the largest Bloody Mary you can make. Let's start off with Lazy Smoke. There's so much trouble now, but I don't care. There's so much trouble now, but I an unknown stack of demos that was reissued by a friend of mine at Jackpot Records in Portland, Oregon, Lazy Smoke. I don't think anybody knew these existed exactly, but 
you kind of think this guy's a genius if you just heard this all of a sudden. in those songs keeping it in Massachusetts for no real particularly loyal reason let's go to Eden's Children another band I've never heard really anyone talk about but fuck check this out
So their records were filled up with a lot of this kind of garagey rave up, Beyond the Valley, the Dolls era kind of stuff. But they had this other side, this kind of spooky Skip Spence like haunted Celtic ballad thing. And I'm kind of convinced that they would have been remembered way more if if they had cut more of that style. But they wouldn't have had the ability to foresee that back in the late 60s with the pressures of their situation. Nobody would have consciously chosen to become a cult star, at least not really knowingly. At the time, I think there was a sense that even if you you know, had a lot of integrity, there was absolutely nothing wrong with trying to become world famous and impossibly rich. But let's check out this kind of B-side-ology that they were pulling with these haunted tracks. from Boston down to Philly to another relatively unknown, forgotten local band called the American Dream. These are bands that if you were a kid in that town, you probably would have idolized and and thought it would be impossible to achieve whatever they were doing, but they just got filed away. Here's this killer song called I Ain't Searching, which could have been kind of credency for the time. It's another example of a song that's not indicative of the band's overall sound, but it's definitely a smoker. Yeah, but- 
I didn't know that that was produced by Todd Rundgren for Bearsville, Albert Grossman's label. So yeah, coming up in Philly, that probably would have been the biggest look you could have got. We all know that a meal is best when the ingredients are high quality. Blue Apron works directly with farms to secure the freshest, sustainable ingredients, pre-portioned so there's no guesswork, and sends them along with easy-to-follow recipes. Packages stay refrigerated for a full day, so you don't have to worry about being home for the delivery. It's a great way to try new meals without a lot of stress. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash E-M-I-L. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Slowing down a little bit. This is Bernie Leiden from the Eagles, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Dillard and Clark. He had one record he made with his best friend, this guy Michael Georgiades. And the guy's voice is super smooth, very much like Jackson Brown, even maybe more flexible. And this record is pretty great. Uh, never heard anybody talk about it ever. Um, but check out this kind of lonely Gene Clark style song I like to play at the end of the night when DJing called Glass Off.
Okay, now it all makes sense that Glenn Johns produced that because he was the guy who famously told the Eagles that they would never be a good rock band. So he must have, in turn, been acknowledging Bernie Leadon being the one with some authentic American roots that they could rely on. And I guess you could argue that the Eagles would have remained a more vital band without going over to Bill Smysick. But I always thought Bill Smysick was like a cool producer that made really slick, super huge, beautiful recordings. Mostly because if you revisit those early Joe Walsh solo records, the production is totally insane. It's, it's like right in your face and extremely soft, almost like some sort of Technicolor Morricone has re-envisioned American radio pop in the late 70s when analog equipment is still at its height. told me how to say it the other day. Simshik. Oh, fuck. I'm going to call John in yellow. I'm doing a podcast and I need to know how to pronounce Bill Schmeisick. Sismic. Sismic. Sismic, I believe. Is, it, it's so, is he Polish? I think so, something like that. Okay. I mean, I don't think he's Polish. I think he's like you know American, but I think he's from Polish. Google him and go to his wiki and see if they have the pronunciation. But I, I've always pronounced it seismic. So, in moving away from Glenn Johns to him, do you have any idea what he would have been known for? I mean, he kind of defined that cool SoCo country kind of rock thing. Yeah. Whereas Glenn Johns was was truly a Brit- a British dude. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. made it, you know, he was the American. Ben Johns was like, you know, the rock dude who did those records. Just everybody. Just got everybody, it. yeah. I'm sure he did like, let's Google him, let's see. I mean, you know. <laughs> Rolling Stones, The Who, Small Faces, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, Eric Clapton, Clash, The Eagles. My God. The Eagles documentary says that once Glenn Johns had really browbeat them, uh, they turned to Bill Sismic because he offered freedom. And so to kind of put a good one in Bill's corner, let's let's hear Coming Down by Joe Walsh. Coming down, coming round to see you. See if maybe you know who I am. Coming down.
So back to these local bands that only have one or two songs that stand out that aren't indicative of their overall styles. Here's a killer song by West called Funeral on the Beach. It sounds like if the four freshmen had taken a bunch of ketamine and accidentally recorded a masterpiece of down-tuned morbidity. If you've ever seen The Stepford Wives, you know that warped quality that the film has. It's kind of pale and wobbling. Everybody looks a little too thin. And the nature of analog recordings was that, by definition, this fleeting expression gets caught on the film or the tape and is itself defined by its own flaws and the way it makes an imprint on your brain is different than the way music affects psychology now because you know now most everything is designed to affect your brain so it's much less psychedelic than if you have sounds operating outside of the known hearing spectrum so there's something hazy about this west album here's another track off their record bridges called Sad About the Times. You'll see the Stepford Wives vibe. Sad about the time I love so many girls No one ever meant the world to me Sad about the time It's so lonesome that it hardly seems worth living No one's here but you and me Dream between the lines Sketching of my life Fill in the empty spaces if you can 
the dream between the minds. All that love has shown to be a dream between a woman and a man. I can see we're heading for a fall. Nothing matters at all. Everybody's heading for a Produced by Bob Johnston Uh, If you didn't like that one Then try their final Decent song You only think you've come home It's kind of a slammer Something was on my mind Yesterday Now there's a change in mind I'm here to say You think you've come to catch me home Did you know That something was on my mind yesterday There's been a change and I'm here to stay You think you've come and caught me gone You only think you've come home
To support Drifter Sympathy, visit the Holy Sons Bandcamp at holysons.bandcamp.com. Emil's newest record, In the Garden, is produced by John N. Yellow, known for his work with Sonic Youth and Dinosaur Jr. You can find it at partisanrecords.com. Thanks for listening and for your support. So turning towards a real unknown genius, this is a guy named Jay Lewis, who was in a very short-lived band called Morning that would have predicted uh, sort of the laid-back, country-inflected sound that the band in America and the Eagles made a lot of money on. Uh, these guys were kind of swept under the rug. Before this, Jay Lewis was the guitarist of Love for a brief period that some people might consider their classic form. He was on For Sale. It's a great record. And then after this, he ends up engineering Dreamweaver by Gary Wright, which is an insane uh, zigzag. This guy is an interesting, mysterious figure that changed his name. Here he's credited as Jay Lewis, and I think usually you can find him under Jay Donnellan. In the MySpace era, I actually talked to him about trying to get this reissued. And he was like sailing down in South America at the time, suffering from an obscure disease or something. Anyway, this song almost predicts some sort of epic American existential ambitious ballad style you might see 30 years later with Elliot Smith or something. It sounds like he took the experimentation of the love era stuff and post Sgt. Pepper's environment, took some Simon and Garfunkel and, and just opened up the ceiling into this sort of folk fantasy experiment. Where does the end begin? I'll send an offshore. 
definition of unrecognized genius let's close this out so this next one is a little bit of a curveball it's a frat boy band from Baton Rouge, Louisiana in the 50's called John Fred and his Playboy Band and they kind of play your typical Kingsman style party garage rock But then by the end of the record, he clearly has taken some very heavy hallucinogens and discovered some sort of eternal uh, truth of the past and the future. And he expounds it over these kind of primitive drums and the psychedelic production. It's actually quite interesting. Emotions, two thousand years before the change. 
Apparently this guy, John Fred, was actually a local sports star. And when Dick Clark offered him to be on American Bandstand, he had to turn it down because he had a game. Hard to believe this is the same guy that is expounding this cosmic message. I guess he had one hit called Judy in Disguise with Glasses, some sort of cheap ripoff of the Beatles. They eventually disappeared and probably sold lawnmowers or something. Let's close this out and see where John Fred's philosophy took him. Visions of our dreams